So how how are things there with the pandemic? Yeah, it's it's like a semi lockdown, right? So um, it's it's like uh, like sporting events or something can cannot be done before one September September first. Um, the the how do you say the gyms can be opened on July first again? First it was September, but they uh, they changed it to July. Um, and since like uh, in two or three days, like. Uh, more public places will go open and stuff, but uh, it's still like uh, how do you say that social distancing and all all kind of that. But uh, yeah, hey, you're written, you're in the Netherlands, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the Netherlands. Yeah, I'm in uh, I'm in Canada. It's very similar here. Like gyms yeah. are opening up. They gyms open up on uh, on the fifth, June fifth. They open up. Yeah. Um, but same sort of thing, like six feet apart. I don't really know how it's gonna gonna all happen but uh it's it's crazy it's it's weird yeah it's it's i i mean you mean that's that's the social distancing thing man people try but it, it's hard man when you when you i uh i have an, i have a job where i uh i deliver mail also in a shopping mall you know and that shopping mall is full with people you know and those people try to social distance but when you're walking with your car with your uh, how do you say that uh when you're walking in the in the in the in the store uh, when you're with your basket, you know, you're yep. walking and you cross each other. It's still not social distancing. So it's hard. You know, you pretty much can't control that. So, yeah, it's it, it's weird. Um, it's especially weird in the MMA world. Like you think about how fighters it's there's nothing more personal than two guys getting in there and fighting. Like, yeah. like there, there's no social distancing going on there. How do you feel about the UFC doing what they did? I, I mean, obviously, as a fan, I love it. Um but I guess from someone on the other side of the world, I haven't, I've never had a chance to speak with someone who's experiencing it in Europe. Um, what, what's your take on it? And I guess what's the take of the MMA community in, in Europe as a whole on what the UFC is doing? Sort of a mind change about it, man. First, I was against it. I was like, nah, this is probably not good. It's too early. But, man, I mean, you even see now, like, uh, even sport leagues, like, Man, we have uh, soccer is coming back, you know. Yep. Um, even the Ger uh, the Bundesliga in Germany already started. I already have three, three, uh, three weeks or two weeks, but three. Uh, how do you say that? Games, uh, three games. games already done. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know, man. We over here, we uh, we stop the competition. Won't be any more uh, soccer until September first. But um, I don't know what's going to happen, man. What, what I think. I'm not against it right now at the moment because there are too many questions, you know, people say like it's bad, but nobody exactly knows what's going on. You know, that's that's pretty much it. And uh, to say you have to w wait till we have uh, we have something something to 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 handle the virus. I don't know, man. I mean, that can take years. And um, do we have to stop everything? for years i don't think that's a good idea so um if you can do it safe do it you know i have the feeling the ufc is, the ufc tries to do everything safe the fighters are happy about it you know um what can i say you know i'm also a big fan so uh, i'm happy with it but uh hey man i mean even one saturday without the ufc is a pretty shitty saturday sometimes sorry if i can say that i don't know if i can say that but uh you know I love MMA, so uh, we have also Titan uh, later, you know, so uh, I'm happy. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, obviously, um, huge MMA fan, too. And, you know, I, the only reason I started this was because there was no UFC on TV. 
right? So I was like, I need to talk to some 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 people. And I never thought it would take off. I never thought I'd have the chance to speak with people I, I admired in the MMA world. And uh, I always thought you were one of the best at, at leaking information, getting information out quick and timely. And that's why I wanted to have you on. I had Farah Hanoon, who I also thought was really, really good at it. Um, so thanks for thanks again for taking the time. And I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. It's, uh, I'm honored you say that, man. I mean, I don't see myself as uh, as as that great or anything. What you what you said, but uh, man, I'm I'm happy to be on. Um, Farah's great, by the way. She's yep. one of my favorites for years. So um, I'm really happy she's now at uh, MMA Junkie because she really she really deserves that, man. I mean, she has done she has done so much, and I think she was really underappreciated first you know not many people know about her they, they know um, usc news alerts but they don't know yeah. the person behind it well some people are like who's that who's this dude from mma new usc news alerts and this is a girl you know and she's really good so i'm happy for her she's one of the best definitely 100 yeah i agree especially like you think about it there's not many people there's not many girls that are involved in it and then there's not anybody from the middle east so no. she kind of you know she's the only one and and uh Really, something to uh, to admire. What's uh, one of the question, main questions I have? I guess I had something similar for her too. But Dutch MMA is yeah. obviously you have guys like Alistair Overeem, Bas Rutten, but there's not many fighters. I mean, the the ones that are out there are massive, huge draws, um, and I think a lot of them are kickboxers. Um, what do you think it'll take before MMA in, in the Netherlands kicks off? The thing is here in the Netherlands, it's very focused on stand-up, you know, on stand-up like kickboxing, K1. The Dutch were probably the best K1 fighters back in the day, you know, and uh, that's still something, man. The K1 is very popular, or kickboxing is very popular still. You see in glory how many Dutch fighters are there. Even in one championship now, you have, um, uh, I forgot his name, Tariq Ababas, um, the champion right now, which I forgot his name, which is crazy, Elias and Ahachi, there you have it. So uh, we ha we have some good fighters, you know, but uh, many are focused on, on kickboxing. You have a very good uh, wrestling gym in Amsterdam, which is Cobb's gym. And uh, you have uh, guys like Musasi trains there often, uh, Costello Van Stienis, also a Bellator guy. Um, I think even, um, what's his name again? Um, Douglas Lima even trained there. You know, he trained with Musashi there. And now they're probably going to fight each other. They were supposed to fight each other already, but due to this pandemic, it's been canceled. But um, I mean, that, that's that's a really strong wrestling gym. And that's probably, in my opinion, is the best wrestling gym in the Netherlands. And you have uh, Renier de Rida, Peter Boys, both are at one championship. They also train often there, but they're mo mostly based in uh, Breda, which is uh, more, it's, uh, how do you say that? Uh, it's it's not close to to Amsterdam. It's like a two hour or one and a half hour drive. That's not close for us. I know for Americans and Canadians, a one and a half hour, two hour drive is close for us. That's not close. So <laughs> yeah, well, in Europe it's different. In an hour, you're in like four countries. Here, yeah. in an hour, I'm still in the same same province. Like it's yeah yeah yeah. It's pretty much because people are like uh, uh, people are always like if you're from Europe, you are. For you are uh, backing all of Europe, you know, but that's not really true. We are different countries, all you know. I, I respect everything, everybody from Europe. No, no disrespect, but we're different countries, man. It doesn't mean like it's not like the USA, you know. The USA you have 50 states, and it's like it's one country, but it's still 50 states, you know. And Canada is also uh, parted in. You have, uh, for example, 
give me some states, man. You know, yeah, we, <laughs> you have, know? we have provinces. So we have Ontario, yeah. Quebec, New Brunswick. Yeah, exactly. So those are also those, this one country, but everything is separate as well. You know, and it's over here as well. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But we we have some good fighters, I think. But uh, the the basics are uh, have to be good. You know, you have Renier the Rhythm now. He's like ten and no, I think he's in one championship, close to the gold over there. You know, and uh, he, he's very good at at, uh, at jiu-jitsu. He has his own school, uh, Combat Brothers, uh, B, uh, B, BJJ, I think, or MMA. So, um, and we have some upcomers who are still on the local circuit. Who have, uh, we, we need some push, you know, but uh, we'll see what's going to happen, man. I mean, I think kickboxing will always be number one over here because the kickboxers are still very popular. Uh, people are more into kickboxing still than into MMA in the Netherlands over here. Personally, I, I love MMA more than kickboxing, but that's my opinion, you know. But uh, yeah, that, that's pretty basically it, I think. Yeah, I think like Stefan Struve is probably the only kind of good example of someone who's kind of excelled at submissions, where yeah. even the even the kickboxers from the Netherlands, Alistair Overeem, Jermaine Durandamy, they all have a stand-up base. So I think Stefan Struve is the exception. Do you think something like the Ultimate Fighter or something like that in the Netherlands or even in Europe as a general would would entice people to transition into MMA? I don't know, man. It it, it pretty much depends who will enter. You know, I mean, yeah. if you have an Ultimate, we had the you had the Ultimate Fighter with um, what was that with um, uh, was that Connor against Faber again, and it was like a European versus uh, versus Americans, and. Um, Actually, two two Dutch guys tried out for that one and actually made the elimination rounds, but they got both eliminated. They got eliminated by uh, Sol Rogers and by I don't know the, against who else he got eliminated. Sol Rogers was probably possibly even in the final. You know, he was in the final until uh, he got uh, he got uh, taken off that final because he lied on his application form or something. But um, yeah, I I don't know, man. I mean. Maybe I don't know, but it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say, man. It's really hard to say. What do you think about uh, what did you think about Alistair Overeem's performance uh, a couple of weeks ago? Obviously, a lot of lot of emotions uh, due to Walt Harris's um, the tragedy and whatnot. So I was rooting for Walt um, because of that. I'm a huge fan of Alistair Overeem. How did you think he looked? I mean, he got rocked and he came back and he looked incredible. Yeah, man. I mean, I think many people were were kind of. Listen, Alistair also always gets bashed here over here in the Netherlands for his chin, you know. And uh, man, that chin hold up pretty well, man, in that fight, you know. And he came back second round. Walt was heavily gassed, I think, from uh, from the first round. He he took it all out on him and over him. But he uh, actually the referee could have stepped in, though nobody would have complained. Probably also over him not, but um, he didn't. And uh, over him did perfect, man. He came back, a perfect win for him, back on track pretty much, and. Uh, Listen, man, Overeem does pretty well, I think. I mean, um, he lost to Rosenstrike, but he was winning that fight, man. He would have won that 50-45 if he wasn't getting knocked out at that moment. So it's hard to say what's going to happen next for him. I don't know. I think uh, he, he still has that uh, that that feeling to get for the title once. Uh, once again, last last run for the title. Uh, I see him, I'd like to see him getting matched up with Derek Lewis. I think that that's a fight to make. Definitely now Volkov is still matched with Curtis Blades, but they still don't have a, a date for that one. So, um, yeah, I like that fight, for example. Um, and for Walt Harris, man, 
that was tough to watch, man. You know, I mean, uh, we're all human beings. Uh, we all have have feelings about about certain things, and though, that's probably the worst thing that can happen to a person, you know. And uh, personally, you know, I'm from the Netherlands, but uh, I would have found it great if Walt Harris would have won. You know, I really uh, thought that would have been great. But man, listen, for me as a Dutch as a Dutch guy, you know, I'm happy over him one, but. Man, I feel bad for Harris as well, but thank God both guys were cool about it after it. I think Overeem, probably the perfect guy, if he won against Harris, how he handled that in the cage perfectly, man. A veteran, a great guy, and uh, yeah, let's see what happens next, man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that division's kind of weird with uh, everything going on with Stipe and, and Cormier. And obviously, Overeem has fought everybody that exists <laughs> at heavyweight. So it, it's really hard to match him up. And Derek Lewis is pretty much the only guy there that he hasn't fought. So I, I like that fight, too. I think it, I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, what do you think about this weekend's card? I mean, I think it's probably since the pandemic, it's probably the weakest card. Um in my opinion. I mean, other than the main event and co-main, it's, there's not a whole lot of excitement there. Like, you look back at 249, and every card on every fight on that card could have been a main event, pretty much. Um, I'm so excited to watch it. I love it. But how do you, how do you kind of, like, explain to, to non-UFC fans? Like, yeah, you know, it's not as great. Yeah, man, I mean, the UFC... The thing is, it's it, it's a fine night, right? So you you already know, and it's during a pandemic, and you have to also see the UFC has to find fighters who want to fight during the pandemic, and they have to come from the US or have to live in the US because they can't get somebody from outside. So it, it's hard. It's hard for me to. I'm very crit critical on the UFC all the time. So, but at this time, it's hard for me to criticize the UFC. I'm already happy we're having a card. You know, yeah. I think there are some sneaky good fights on that man. You have like Billy Carantillo against Spike Carlisle. That's a fun fight. I think Brandon Royval against Timothy Elliott is a fun fight. Um, Louis Smolk against Casey Kenny is a fun fight. Besides the main event, the main event is great um, in my opinion. I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, Woodley. If Woodley is, if Woodley turns out Woodley. He is great, you know, and Burns has done so great since his, uh, since his uh, transition to welterweight, you know. So I'm really looking forward to that fight as well. And um, it's just, and I even think Antonina against Caitlin Shukagin, that, that fight, man, it's, it's like number two against number 13. But Antonina is such a good kickboxer, Muay Thai fighter, and Caitlin is also a stand-up fighter. So I'm really intrigued by that one. I will mute the TV for that one for sure, but I'm definitely gonna watch it because, man, that's gonna that's gonna hurt my ears, man. That fight, I'm sure about that. So Valentina's yelling is gonna be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting, especially because Catlin's fighting sisters back to back. I don't think yeah. I've ever, I don't think that's ever really happened um, where someone's fighting both siblings. Like even when you think about the Diaz brothers, I don't think anyone's fought both of them. Yeah, are you Japanese? And if they have. If they have, it's not. It wasn't back to back too. No. So it's it's very very unusual. Um, but I mean, it's it's going to be exciting because it's going to be a tough fight, and I, I really like that one. Um, so I think that's going to be a good fight. But I mean, overall, I think the card is, like you said, a lot of exciting fights, but not big names. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Fight Island? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of talk about it. Um, but I think I think something needs to be done. Like you said, a lot of these guys can't get into the U.S. Leon Edwards possibly losing a title shot because of it. 
Um, I think it's important. Do you think the fight island's necessary, or do you think you just wait a couple weeks and let it go? The thing is, we don't know when this stops, you know? So I like the backup plan with the fight island, you know? I don't know what, what they're going to do, but, uh, man, but what... Usman said, man, come on. He's like, yeah, uh, Edwards is the most deserving guy, he said, but uh, he can get into the U.S. or something. Just let's do Connor. But Connor is also not in the U.S. He's in Ireland, as far as I'm concerned. So it's pretty pretty much the same thing, you know? So if you want to make the Edwards fight, the rematch between Kamaru and Edwards, you can do it on Fight Island, you know? But I, I probably prefer the Kamaru Usman Masvidal fight because I think that's the one they should do right now. And Edwards, they can still do Edwards, man. I mean, I have no problem with it. I still think Edwards has to maybe fight some guy. Like, I, I like Covington against Edwards, for example, man. I, I mean, that would be great, you know. Um, I, I don't want to say Edwards still needs a name before the title shot, but I actually feel that way. But it's pretty much unfair because he should have fought Woodley earlier in, in, in March in England. So that's pretty much suck for him that it fell through to the to COVID. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Fight Island. I think you as well. So I want to know where it is, how it's going to be. Did you saw the Jurassic Park intro like somebody did? On yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that looks unreal. That'd yeah. be crazy. Uh, I, I want to know where it is. Um, but it would also be kind of neat if they never told us. Like if yeah. it was just this mysterious island where they just flew people in and out, but no one ever knew. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. But, that'd, uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but they will never keep, can keep that a secret. You you remember when uh, when uh, the Tachi Palace was uh, all, all, almost? Uh, how do you say that? They want to keep that a secret, but that also didn't come true. So, yeah, it'll come out. It'll eventually get out. Yeah. But it would be, it would be neat if it was just like this mysterious island. Yeah. What got you into the podcast? I mean, it's 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 kind of cool to see a podcast MMA podcast from from the Netherlands. A, a lot of the ones I follow are from here. Um, what got you into into doing it? Um, I, I actually think we haven't done a podcast in a long time anymore. But um, the, do you want to know what get me the podcast or into MMA in general? Um, I guess both uh, into podcasting and MMA. And, and into MMA, it's more like I started with watching kickboxing. You know that what like I said, it's popular in Netherlands. So it was on TV, yeah. or, and um, I remember when I was watching kickboxing. Um, you're going to watch more, you know, on YouTube, you're going to watch more. And then out of a sudden, I uh, I bought all K1 tournaments in the in the store, you know, and I watched them all. And there was a fight on, like, Frank Shamrock against Elvis Sinusik, I think, was also, and it was a K1, but it was an MMA fight. So I was like, okay, great, let me, let me check this out. And then I saw a, a DVD, which was very cheap, was the UFC 63, BJ Penn against Matt Hughes uh, in the store. So I bought that one as well. And uh, I was watching back then with my dad, and uh, he's like, "This is fun, man." And then GSP came inside the cage, and like, "I'm not impressed by your performance," you know, that <laughs> that kind of thing. So, and then then my dad is like, "Dude, I have to see this fight between GSP and Matt Hughes. Can you get it?" And I was like, "I'm going to the store the next day," and I saw UFC 65 over there, and I got that on as well. So, watching, and that's how it got rolling. And I really started to watch live around UFC 87, I think, and that was like uh, John Jones' debut against Andre Guzmao. So that that was pretty fun. And fought against John Fitch. I think Huerta fought Florian and Lesnar fought Herring. So um, that's when I pretty much started to watch UFC live. And uh, now for, uh, how do you say that? And then 
keep watching, you know, and start watching more. Uh, not only UFC, starting watching Bellator, starting watching ACA now as well, uh, Titan, all these, all these one championship, all these organizations, you know, and uh, now at MMA DNA with a few guys, seven guys, we're doing MMA DNA. We're very, yeah, we've, we we really like it, you know. I mean. Uh, it's kind of it was a hobby it's still a hobby you know but uh, we are very serious about it you know we have some serious groups now and then so uh, we are very serious about it and um yeah that's pretty much how 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 it got how it got rolling you know my my love for mma and uh, actually i love kickboxing first then mma but now it's really like mma 95 percent kickboxing for five percent and the podcast is um yeah we we didn't do too much podcast anymore for some reason i don't know actually why I always enjoy that, but uh, I still do podcasts at the uh, Loudmouth MMA with Max Friedman and with uh, Stevie Ray. Not the Stevie Ray fighter, but another guy. So, yeah, I like Stevie Ray the fighter. I wanted I wanted to get him on my show. <laughs> uh, Stevie Ray is awesome, but no, it's 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 cool that people like. Uh, I mean, I started this very similarly. It was I I love MMA. They took it away from me with the pandemic, so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna. Gonna reach out there to people I admire, fighters, uh, organization owners, and stuff like that. And very similar. Um, and I think the message here is just kind of like if, if it's something you love, man, just go out there and, and, and do something with it. it. Doesn't have to be about making money. It's just it's just fun. Well, one hundred percent. Do you what? Do you love other sports as well? Auto sports? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Others, other sports. Oh, other, other sports. Yeah, soccer. Uh, oh, yeah. Diehard yeah. soccer fan and hockey fan as well. Um, those are my two, the three main ones: MMA, soccer, and hockey. Um, but yeah, what about you? Yeah. Uh, soccer and MMA. Those are the two. The uh, the, the the World Cup, twenty uh, ten. How did that feel? I mean, if uh, everybody is. Le- is still uh, salty about it. I actually wasn't, you know. In my opinion, the Netherlands, that whole tournament, I hope nobody hears me, they sucked besides the Brazil second half. The Brazil second half was great, you know. But after that, they kind of got lucky against Uruguay because Uruguay wasn't that much less than them. And then they, then they, uh, I want to say they fought. Then they, um, they battled against Spain. And Everybody's like they were better than Spain. In my opinion, they weren't better than Spain, but they got a huge chance with Iron Robin with Casillas yeah. with his toe. He, he took yeah. that he took that ball out. But I wasn't salty about it, man. I'm much more a fan of my club. You know, I'm a huge Ajax fan, so that's my team. You know, and uh, that, that's more important than everything else than Dutch uh, Dutch. How do you say that? That national country Dutch. Ajax, my club, 100. percent yeah, I'm uh, I'm from Spain originally. Yeah. Like my family's Spanish, so that that World Cup felt great. Uh, I was in oh, okay, okay. Congrats, <laughs> congrats. Okay, <laughs> like you, I was in Spain for it, so the celebrations were were crazy. And I'm I'm a Barcelona fan. Okay, uh, and no, I like you even more. Yeah, even this is great. Yeah, we we steal a lot of your players. We have Frankie De Jong on our on our team now. So, okay. uh, very similar styles. Academies are very similar. Their philosophies are very similar. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Ajax as well. Awesome. But then let me ask you one more question. June 13th, 13th, 2014, Spain against the Netherlands in Brazil. Yeah, that was when we lost badly, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was when, uh, what's his name? Uh, not our, the other guy, Van Persie. Van Persie, Van Persie scored yeah. that crazy header. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, it didn't feel as good, but I, you know what? I'm okay with winning a final. I think that was of a bigger... <laughs> 100%. I agree with you. I think it was a much bigger win, and I was uh, I was very, very happy with that. Yeah, and you guys had a great team back then, man. Absolutely. One of, probably that, that whole period of the Spain, like the 2008, still 2014, the, that era was amazing for Spain, I think. Yeah. Uh, Absolute great team back then. So, uh, yeah, no shame in losing to you guys after extra time, but sucks to have lost three times in the World Cup final. So, yeah. Yeah, you guys haven't won any yet. It was just the, the third time was supposed to be the charm. I was scared. I was like, I thought, well, it was a very weird final because I didn't think Spain Spain didn't play their game. And I think Netherlands did a really good job of making Spain play poorly. Like, there was a lot of aggression, and Spain doesn't play that way. Um, so I thought... Uh, Netherlands did a really good job of taking Spain out of their comfort zone. Um, so I was really scared going into the the extra time because I thought if if it went to penalties, I thought Netherlands were going to win it. Uh, we never win with penalties, man. Only but once. Neither do we. we. <laughs> <laughs> neither do we. So I I thought it was the Netherlands' best chance to win it was in penalties. Um, and uh, I was so happy when Iniesta scored. I, I went crazy. People here as well, but not for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I, I thank thank you very much for coming on. Uh, I really like your stuff. I've always followed your your pages. I think you're one of the best at getting stuff out frequently. Um, and so, if anyone wants to find fights quickly, he's the guy to follow. So, thanks again for the time, man. And how do how do you how do you even manage to stay up? Like you'd have to stay up to like five a.m. for some of these to like report some of these fights. Uh, so, by the way, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I, I, I normally sleep between like 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. Those are my <laughs> sleeping times, you know. So I can do that because my work starts at like 11, 11.30. So that's why I can do it. But sometimes it's, it, it's hard sometimes, man. I'm not going to lie. So, so before, for example, when uh, for, we had like... There was there was a, a card announcement on at 4 a.m. and I wa just wanted to step into my bed, you know, 4 a.m. and I see it, it's like no way, and I have to work for a long time tomorrow, and I can't put it up early. I can't ask the other guys, but you have to work as well. So I was like, oh no, I just start my computer again. I start typing, and it was like 5:30 when I got to sleep. So yeah, whatever, you know. Sometimes sometimes I do it, sometimes not, but. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of stressy sometimes, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. You, you, I mean, you want to do it good, but you want to do it quick as well because you want to do some other stuff as well. So sometimes it's it's kind of man. Sometimes it's getting crazy, man. Like when was that last week when we get like I was writing some articles for a fight announcements. Okay, now I'm done. There's another one. Damn, writing article. Now I'm done. Oh, two. Another one. Then I got to scoop. Then I got to scoop myself. So I have to write an article as well. So you know, you, you keep get, you keep being busy, busy sometimes, and then you have sometimes days there's nothing, literally almost nothing to do. You know, so I don't know, but I guess that's it. You know. <laughs> yeah, you've always. I mean, you've been really. I find that you're really quick on it, and not only quick. I think it's accurate, and I think that's key. A lot of people will just hear something and then they fire it out, and then the fight doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so I think. Uh, when it comes to being fast and accurate, I thought I always think you, Farah, Nolan, I think you three are the some of the best when it comes to to, to reporting things quickly, and that's how I like uh, started following you. I was like, I, I like this, so because like, I like to know stuff ahead of time and as quickly as possible, and uh, I thought I thought I think you're one of the best at at doing that. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it, man. I uh, 
Yeah, I really appreciate it. I, 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 I pretty much get a headache, man, sometimes with the UFC with those events. You know, I, I keep getting that fight night. You know, UFC does UFC on ESPN+, Plus, but I prefer doing just the fight night. UFC fight night 172, 173. And then out of a sudden, they change it to UFC on ESPN9. I was like, oh, my God, man, I have to change everything again, you know. So uh, I'm pretty much stopped with uh, calling it fight night. But I just adjusted after they announced it, you know, because it's got messy and people is like, why you call it like this when it's like this? Yeah, I don't know, man. They, they change it all the time, you know, with the broadcasting. So I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And on top of that, there's been, they've canceled events. They've renamed events. There's a pandemic. So everything's been shifted. So, yeah. so <laughs> they, 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 they actually canceled three fight nights event. They say canceled. They didn't say postponed. They say canceled on their, on their, on their website. So I was like, uh, it's like 172 is cancelled, 173 and 174, so we start again with 175. And out of a sudden, it's 172. It's like, so it was postponed, not cancelled, you know? So they don't know what they are doing themselves, I guess. But, you know, I, you have to you have to apply their rules because that, otherwise you're you're wrong, you know? So <laughs> I don't yeah. know to that. All right, man. Thanks for the time. And uh, I know it's late there, but like you said, you stay up till 4 a.m. anyway. But yeah. uh, thanks, for, thanks for taking the time. I know... Uh, I know it's late, so uh, all the best, man. Uh, keep in touch. I'm, uh, I really like your stuff and your content, so we'll uh, we'll have to do this again soon. For sure, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, if you want to do this again, just hit me up. I'm, uh, I'll reply ASAP, man. <laughs> yeah, you're he he really quick at replying. So, man, thank you. Uh, all the best. All, all the best to you as well, man. Thanks. Yeah, stay safe over there. <laughs>